Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Hey, what is going on, everybody? This is Tyler from the Dynasty Happy Hour. I am here solo. Yes, I am here all alone. Sans, Doug, and James, they are all on vacation. So you know what? I decided to come in here and bring you guys a solo podcast. And what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go over all 32 teams. And I'm going to give you one buy and one sell. Well, at least try to keep it down to one and one. But they'll be multiple for a couple teams because you know you, you just can't have one buy right and of course this podcast is brought to you by fantasy points you know what they just came out with john hansen's draft guide john hansen is one of the ogs in the industry and what better to learn what your draft strategy so, should be from john hansen himself you know the guy who's on the league show i mean if you watch the league he's on that show he's been in this industry for longer than multiple people have been born that listen to this podcast so go to fantasy points use code dhh22 and go get yourself some percentage off of a subscription and you know what when you use that code just just enjoy all the benefits that come with it you're gonna get dfs optimizer and you're gonna pretty much make the playoffs because 90 percent have made the playoffs in 2020 and 2021. So go to fantasypoints.com, use code DHH22, and go reap those benefits for sure. All right, now there hasn't really been too much news, but there has been one, one big news, and that is Nikhil Harry. He goes on with a serious ankle injury. Now, I know we weren't expecting much from him, but it's just sad because you would expect him to to kind of revamp his NFL career, kind of hit, hit the refresh. And that's sad because it doesn't look like it's going to happen with this ankle injury. So for me, I am I'm sad about this news, but hey, you know, all of Chicago's receivers are hurt now. And that's the big issue. Another thing I want to talk about is Deontay Johnson gets his contract extension. We did not expect this. And I don't expect it to really hurt George Pickens kind of breakout season. He's doing everything right. I just think there is less on the plate for Claypool for me personally, but we'll, we'll get into the buys and sells. Now there there's talks out of Dallas that Zeke is going to be the focal point of the offense. We've heard this year after year, Jerry Jones just can't quit Zeke. I don't know what Zeke has on Jerry Jones, but it is just, it's tried and true. Zeke is going to get the bulk of the carries. I'm a big Tony Pollard believer. We'll talk about that again on the buys and sells, but man, Tony Pollard, better running back on this team. And they're just not giving him the opportunity. So that's that's a big-time struggle. Now, Matthew Stafford is dealing with elbow soreness. I don't think it's a big issue, but it could linger on in season. We'll have to watch out. And if so, it's going to affect the pass catchers and everybody there. The Rams were the bigger, the harder buys and sell team for me. Now, I do want to get right into it. It is just me. So I'm going to go, I'm going to start at the top. We're going to go alphabetical order. Now for Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals buys and sells 
Trey McBride is my buy. He's going to be behind Zach Ertz for a year at least. Trey, or Zach Ertz isn't really the, the picture of health. So for me, give me Trey McBride, who I loved his tape. Super receiver. He reminded me a lot of kind of a poor man's Kelsey. Uh, he's kind of got that Mark Andrews mentality, attitude. Mark Andrews plays tough and hard. I I think he could be one of the players that we are sleeping way too hard on. And if you have the opportunity to go buy him next season, there's a couple good tight ends as well. Uh, the kid from Notre Dame and there's the kid from Georgia. There's a couple other, but Trey McBride could be a top eight tight end sooner than later. It all depends on Zach Ertz and if he can stay healthy, but Zach Ertz, I mean, in Philadelphia, he wasn't very consistent. We were, we're starting to worry and thinking the wheels were falling off. So He's back in Arizona. We're thinking he's all good to go, but we got to remember what we thought about in the past. Myself, Arizona, James Conner. I get if you're a contender, you're just hanging on to it, but man, he is like, he was so dependent on those touchdowns. 15. If those drop to single digits again and say they spread the ball out more around on more, gets a little more play, who also should be a buy, but I'm not going to, you know, add him into this. James Conner, his value could drop. He's worth a second right now. And back, you know, back when he was just signed with Arizona, he was worth a third at most. So you retain value, you gain some value. If you're able to sell James Conner for an early second, I think I'd do that. Heck, even go for some of these other buys. Trade James Conner for a couple of, of these other players I'm talking about buying, like J.K. Dobbins. We'll get into him. Atlanta, Drake London's my buy. Now, here's why Drake London, if he breaks out, will be almost untouchable. Kind of like Kyle Pitts. Last year, you could buy him reasonably. Uh, and, and once they break out, they're almost untouchable. Now, I bought Kyle Pitts, but I paid for Kyle Pitts. I paid Mark Andrews plus. So if you want a player like that after they break out, it's harder to buy. So Drake London right now, at, since he's done nothing, is a buy for me. So if you can go out and get some Drake London before he breaks out, he looks good on the camp videos. Everything I've heard, he looks like one. Go buy. Cordell Patterson is my sell. I think if you can get what you can get for him, do it. If you can get a couple thirds, do it. Because I don't think he's going to be what he was last year. He looks good in camp, but he's 30, almost 31. He's, he's just a declining asset, and I'm all about getting what you can for those declining assets. Baltimore Ravens, uh, J.K. Dobbins is my buy. Now, he was a sell for me earlier in the season before this injury news came out. But man, J.K. Dobbins, he, he's kind of fallen. He, all, uh, the rumors are that he's not going to be ready for week one. He came out and said he's going to be. Now, who do you believe, the player or the rumors from the beat reporters? I'm going to put more faith in, the, in the, the actual player. So for me, Dobbins has turned more into a buy. If you can get him for, I don't, I don't know, like uh, a 22 first, maybe even a couple seconds, maybe even a 23 first if you're a, a contending team. That could be the play because Dobbins, if he is healthy, he could be the only running back there because Gus Edwards is not healthy right now, and it looks like he might miss a couple weeks. My sell. Now, this is this has an asterisk on it. Mark Andrews. I sold Mark Andrews plus uh, a 24 first for Kyle Pitts. Now, for me... I'm willing to make that move because I think it, it was a contract year and that, that kind of got involved. But Mark Andrews, 
if Bateman is involved more, his consistency in the red zone and the touchdowns will probably come down. He's looking at some some regression. Now, if that's the case, Mark Andrews will probably fall a little bit in value. If I could sell at tight end one price right now for Mark Andrews, I'm okay with that because I think if the rumors are true, Lamar could spread out the ball more than we think. Devin Duvernay, James Prochet, and of course Rashad Bateman being the one. I know Hollywood's not there. Maybe they give it to the running backs a little more, but Mark Andrews, yes, he's going to be that safety blanket, but he had a massive season. We have seen this with tight ends after the massive season, except for Kelsey. Can they repeat? And I'm not sure Andrews can. So this value that he has right now, this insane value, I might capitalize on it if I can kind of tear down to Dallas Goddard and get an extra first or something like that. That's the kind of play I'm looking at. For Buffalo, my buy. It's kind of the same thing with Drake London. James Cook is my buy. I think right now is going to be the lowest you can get him because once he breaks out after a couple of games, he could be untouchable. He could be the Alvin Kamara style where it's like, I've got an RB1. Even though he's only getting 10 carries a game, he's getting six catches a game. Now for me, I believe that he's going to be a bigger part in this offense than a lot of people. I'm a believer in James Cook, so take my word for what you, what it's worth, what you believe in. If you don't believe in James Cook, heck, you don't need to take my word for it. I believe he is going to be a massive player in this offense, just like Gabe Davis. And I'm okay with giving a 23 first for either one of these guys. Gabe Davis, if I'm a contender and I had the 11th pick this year and I expect next year the same, give me Gabe, da- Gabe Davis. Give me James Cook for that pick because you know what? There's going to be people out there that don't believe it. And James Cook, for me, is a player that is going to be on the rise. My sell, Dawson Knox. And it's all because of touchdown regression. I don't believe it's going to happen again. He scored nine times. His points were all based off touchdowns. I think this offense is going to be more spread out. So Dawson Knox is a sell for me. Let's go to Carolina. Baker Mayfield is my buy. Why? Because he's cheap and he's a quarterback. And super flex only. Heck, even single quarterback, I think you can get him for like a third. Give me that all day. Just in case, you know, there is that 5% that he comes back to what we thought he could be. He was a top five quarterback three years ago. Top five value-wise. That could happen again. Baker Mayfield is my buy. My sell, kind of going to go with the Mark Andrews type. And it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. Sell at your own risk. It's pretty much uh, if you're not a contender, if you don't think your team's going to make it, sell Christian McCaffrey for, I, I don't know, like downgrade. Get James Cook plus a first. Get another running back plus a first. Get DeAndre Swift in a second. T- like trade down a little bit because Christian McCaffrey has as much positive stuff as we've seen. He's going to be, he's a 26 year old running back. And he's, you know, that's kind of the age apex where we're like, okay, the value's locked. It's going to only go down, drop. So for me, Christian McCaffrey is my sell for Carolina. Chicago. This one was tougher because I like the prices on all of them. Justin Fields, I think, is a buy. Cole Komet, huge buy. I I bought him. Darnell Mooney, another buy. Like These guys, they just think Chicago is going to be a dumpster fire. What if we're all wrong? Like I get that the news out of there is Fields is inaccurate. He's kind of iffy. You know what? Maybe he's just a gamer. Maybe he gets out there on the field during a game, and that's when it clicks. That's when the lights turn on. He just makes plays. 
I think Fields is very talented. I do have worries about the other things between the ears. Ultra talented kid. Cam Newton had the same problem. It was between the ears. Can he make plays? But when he got out there, he made the plays. So for me, Fields could be a major sleeper and people are just kind of down him because they're not fans of Chicago. Now, am I a fan of Chicago? No. Do I like the team more than others? Yes. This offensive line could be better than we think. Offensive line changes all the time. Vikings offensive line sucked. And then you know what? One year, they were good. They added one piece and it's like, oh, that's it. You know, O'Neal came in and that right tackle position just solidified the offensive line. There's things like that. Now, I know their second round pick for the offensive line last year didn't really work out. They're looking to trade him. But you know what? Maybe somebody steps in, gets better. Players can grow. Chicago, I'm buying almost that whole offense, except for David Montgomery. He's my sell because Khalil Herbert, I have been a huge fan of this whole time. Rumors have it. He's going to be more involved. They're not tied to Montgomery. You know, it wasn't their pick. They have Montgomery on the team. He could be the starter. But everything you hear is Khalil Herbert. They love. So for me, Montgomery is the sell. He's in the last year of his contract, and we all know we like to kind of capitalize on value there. Cincinnati, my buy. This was a little tougher because I still think I would try to go get Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. Those guys are going to be expensive, but I'd still buy high. But for me, T. Higgins is my buy. I still think you can get him at a reasonable price. Say a 23 first and a 23 second for T. Higgins. Yeah, all day. T. Higgins was on pace to have a better season, second half of the season, than Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase had that huge game in the championship. But you know what? T. Higgins was outscoring and outproducing him before that. And T. Higgins is a very good player. They could just have two alphas on that team and kind of go back and forth each game. Chase is going to have the touchdowns. Higgins will probably have the yards, or I would say catches, not the yards. Chase is going to destroy in yardage. But Cincinnati, T. Higgins is my buy. Myself, Joe Mixon. You don't want to know why? I don't want to deal with 26-year-old running backs that are on the decline. It does, it's not a good feeling in Dynasty because the second they get hurt, their value just disappears. Now, I know it's it's troubling to play Dynasty like that, but for me, if I have an opportunity to capitalize on the value I have right now and kind of get younger and maybe get another pick, I'm all for that. I'd trade Joe Mixon for James Cook and a first. Can it happen? Maybe. It depends on who has James Cook, but that's another trade opportunity you can have. Cleveland, my buy is Deshaun Watson. With this news on everything, suspension could be a year, Deshaun Watson's value will, will drop. Now, just because I'm telling you to buy Deshaun Watson doesn't mean I like the guy. I'm just trying to make your dynasty team better because when he comes back, He's going to have top six, top seven quarterback value in Dynasty. And right now, if he's suspended the whole year, it's going to drop out of the top 12 because people are the what have you done for me lately crowd. So for me, Deshaun Watson, I'm just trying to help your Dynasty team. If you can get past off the field stuff, Deshaun Watson is going to be a perfect buying opportunity once the suspension hits and if it stays a year. Nick Chubb is my sell, unfortunately. I love Nick Chubb. But he's going to be 27. He's kind of at the downturn of his career. I know he got paid, but man, as much as I love Nick Chubb, he doesn't catch many passes. But he's got that RB1 label. And man, you you try to sell Nick Chubb after a game where he goes 150 and, and two, you're going to get James Cook plus a 23 first in season. 
So that's a player I'd like to sell more in season after he destroys one week. For Dallas, Tony Pollard's my buy. With all the Zeke news, Tony Pollard's a great opportunity to get for a second. I think he's an explosive running back. He reminds me of a better Tevin Coleman back when Atlanta had Kyle Shanahan and Tevin Coleman, Devonta Freeman, where we're kind of split in the backfield. Now, Tony Pollard is the Tevin Coleman, the explosive play. All it takes is two carries for him to, to capitalize on a week. So Tony Pollard is my buy. The offensive line looks better in Dallas as well. Dalton Schultz is my sell. They didn't come to a long-term deal. And I'm not a fan of him moving on because Dak kind of used him as a safety blanket. I don't think he's a great tight end. Uh, he, he's an okay tight end. I don't think he's got this ultra-athletic ability where I'm looking forward to having him for his whole career. But tight end premium, if I could get two seconds for Schultz, I am selling. In Denver, get me Jerry Judy. Now, before the season, before the whole arrest stuff, he was more of my my kind of, I, I'm not sure, maybe a sell. But man, the doubters have really turned him into a major buying opportunity. If I get Jerry Judy for 223 seconds, if I have them, yes, I, I'm doing that all day. I've seen videos of Jerry Judy making plays in camp. He's going to be the two with Tim Patrick Hurt. I don't think Hamler is going to come into a solidified role. I think it's going to be Judy and it's going to be Sutton. So for me, Jerry Judy is my buy. I, I think he's going to have a very good season if he's going to stay healthy. My sell is Javante Williams. Now, it's mainly about the news about Melvin Gordon kind of taking more percentage of the of the backfield. And right now, Javante's value is extremely high. Now, he looked good. Javante is a very good player. Now, is he going to be stuck in that Nick Chubb territory where he's a running back low in RB1 just because the values, the volume isn't there. So for me, Javante is my sell. Earlier this season, I traded Javante for DeAndre Swift in a second. That's how high his value is. People think he's going to be this bell cow back. And he might not be. All I've heard from Broncos camp is that's not how it's going to be. It's going to be split again. Javante could be the, the, the hopes and dreams. The wishes, you know, you can you can sit there and keep wishing as much as you want. And it may not happen just because the NFL isn't a, a bell cow type of league anymore. So Javante, for me, if I could kind of sidestep to DeAndre Swift and get another pick or maybe Brees Hall in a pick, I would do that. But Javante is my sell for the right price. Detroit, Jameson Williams. He is my buy. Forgotten man. And I think by week two, he's going to be even more forgotten. And if I could get Jameson Williams for two seconds to a team that needs points now, I'm doing that. Because I think when he comes back, he's going to be more of a focal point on that offense than we think. TJ Hawkinson is my sell. I love TJ Hawkinson. I love the, the dreamy upside. But you know what? There's a lot of weapons on this team where I think Hawkinson gets hurt by. Amon Ross St. Brown could eat more in the middle, and that is going to hurt Hawkinson more. He still holds top five tight end value. And for me, I'm going to capitalize on that and get Dallas Goddard in a pick. Green Bay. Alan Lazard's my buy just because he's so cheap, and it doesn't matter what he does. I think he's just going to be cheap. He's one of those players that uh, he's undrafted. He's got that label. 
people don't think he's going to become anything except the low-end wide receiver four for Dynasty Dynasty team. But you know what? I think he's a perfect wide receiver three for teams. And for that price where you can get him for... Uh, honestly, I, I think you can get him for a couple thirds, maybe even a late second, and he's going to produce wide receiver two, wide receiver three numbers. And for that price, I mean, why not? That's what you need. A.J. Dillon is my sell just because I think he's over overhyped a little bit. If the news coming out says Romeo Dubs is looking good, I think they could pass more than we think. We all think they're just going to run the ball into the ground. But, you know, Jones and Dillon, I think, are going to split more than we think. But I think Jones is going to get those premium PPR points. And that's what we aren't going to get from Dillon, which is going to be a low-end Nick Chubb-style play and just hoping for touchdowns. And that is hard to do when you're just sitting there praying he scores a touchdown. Houston, my buy is David Davis Mills. I mean, I've been saying this all season. All three of us have on the podcast. Davis Mills, everything I've heard coming out of camp is awesome. He looks good. The news of Jimmy G coming to Houston, I, I don't even think he would start in Houston. I, I would be pretty sure it's Davis Mills. But it would shorten the leash on Davis Mills, which I'm okay with. Give him a little competition. But I think that team believes in Davis Mills. I think they got to steal in that third round. Five-star guy, ultra-talented. It just took him being in the right situation. Pep Hamilton is that guy that's helped out many, many, many quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, become good. I mean, it was with Herbert. I, I want to say it was with Baker. He is almost a quarterback whisperer. So for me, Davis Mills is a buy easily in Superflex. Myself, Pierce. David Pierce. Uh, he is talked about like he should be a middle of the first round rookie pick. And for me, I just didn't see it. If I could get a 23 first for Pierce right now, I'm selling all day. If I could get James Cook straight up for Pierce, I'm doing that all day. I just don't believe in in the talent. I don't. He's 23. He's just I, I don't know. I don't see it. You know, like I said, take my take my word with a grain of salt. If you want to do it, if not, that's fine. But. A fourth-round rookie pick that could be replaced next year, and you can get premium value for him. I am selling. In Indy, I'm buying Alex Pierce. The talent, he's destroying camp. I just think it is one of those things that where the value could rise if you're going to take a chance. 23 second for Pierce could get it done, and I would do that because, heck, if he's the two on this offense and Paris Campbell doesn't make it through the season, which, I mean, odds are he doesn't. Pierce could be the two and become a massive, massive value riser. My sells. I'm not sure if there is an exact sell here, but Jonathan Taylor, if the value is right, he's he's RB1 value. If you can get I don't, like Swift plus a first, if you could get that downgrade plus a first, that could be an option. But it, it's tough to sell him because he's going to get you massive, massive points. Another one, Michael Pittman. He's another guy where the value, it could be worth two first. And if you can get that, it could be something to look at. I like Michael Pittman. He's good. I don't know if he's wide receiver one material. And that's what his price is right now is he's top 12 receiver in Dynasty. And for me, that might be good enough to, to look to kind of downgrade plus get another pick and, and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, those are questionable sells to me. I'm not saying to do it because I couldn't really find a sell for Indy. J. 
Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence is my buy just because I believe in the talent still. And Doug Peterson, I believe he can help him out. And I know that the inaccuracy issues were bad last year. Urban Meyer was not a great help with that. So for me, Trevor Lawrence is a buy. My sells, James Robinson, Travis Etienne. Robinson more, but Etienne, I would love to get, say, a James Cook plus another pick. Like that would be where I'm looking because give me the better offense and another draft capital to get Etienne. I like him, but I worry about the injuries. He's already got another foot injury. I, I like I said, I love the talent. He's destroying the offense, destroying the the training camp. But I have worries because you know bad teams stay bad. Now give me a piece on a better offense like James Cook and another shot at a at a first possibly, or even a second. Kansas City, my cells are CEH. I just don't trust this running back room, so I'm out on CEH. My buys, I, I'm actually looking to buy Juju. I think he's a good cheap option. He's still very young. And MVS, I think in, even in best ball, MVS is going to be a hit or miss guy. But on bye weeks, he could be a very valuable asset you can get for a third. And I'm all about that. Las Vegas, I'm going with Josh Jacobs. Oh, Josh Jacobs. I love the running back. I love the talent. He could be out in Oakland, uh, not Oakland, Las Vegas. He could be out because they played him in the Hall of Fame game, which you don't really see from starters, but they played him. He played very well. So for me, Josh Jacobs, if he's on a different team, if he's on this team, I think he's the the RB1, the first and second down type guy. And man, he'd look great in Atlanta uniform. That is for sure. And if that's it, that's the case. His value is going to be on the upswing, and I think you could get him for a couple seconds right now. People are doubting Josh Jacobs, but, man, he's so young, so very talented. My sell, Devontae Adams, just because of age. And I don't think his production is going to be the same. He's a top-five receiver in value-wise right now. Uh, I ought to add Zamir White in there. Zamir White, he's going to be 23-year-old next year, or this year even. I think it's this year. It's September. It's his birthday, but Zamir White, People love the talent and everything. They could they saying he could be like Nick Chubb. He had the knee injury in college. He's a powerful runner. But for me, like a guy that you got late second, early third, mid second, and you can get a 23 first for him, I'm doing that. If I can do that with all the hype right now, I would do that. The Chargers. Isaiah Spiller is my buy just because I love the talent. He's super young. Eckler is getting up there in age. Can he handle the workload still? Spiller, I think it's RB2 on this team, and I love the talent still. He's kind of the ground and pound finisher that I think Herbert needs in this offense because Herbert has a lot on his shoulders, and if he has this big, powerful back that can get 10 carries at the end of games, I think that is what he needs. Isaiah Spiller is my buy. Mike Williams is my sell just because I don't believe he's priced at you know where he truly is. If you can get a 23 first for Mike Williams, I'm doing that all day. He's just so hot and cold. I don't like those type of players. He's a fun player to watch. Don't get me wrong. But, man, a guy that took this long to get going. And, I mean, he got paid like a wide receiver one, but he is not a wide receiver one. I think he is a a, a phony wide receiver one, if I had to put a word to it. But Mike Williams, if you can get a 23 first for him, I would do that. Or even get one of these other receivers that I will talk about later. You know, the Jets, maybe go Elijah Moore plus or Garrett Wilson plus would be very nice. 
get somebody who's got that true elite wide receiver one upside. And uh, instead of like a fake wide receiver one upside, I know he was wide receiver one for first four weeks. Then he fell off. I just, I, I don't see it with Keen Allen there. Eckler there. I think Herbert likes to spread the ball, but man, he can win you weeks. That's for sure. So I get it's a tough sell, but for me, Mike Williams is a sell. The Rams, I a little harder time trying to figure out who I wanted to buy and sell on this team. But for me, Allen Robinson, if the price is right, I know his hype has gotten unreal a little bit lately. But Allen Robinson, if you can get him for a decent price, that would be an option. Heck, I would even do Mike Williams for Mike Williams for Allen Robinson and a second. That'd be kind of where I'd go with the Mike Williams sell. Van Jefferson, he's hurt right now, had knee surgery, just a cleanup procedure. But man, if he's the wide receiver three on this team and Stafford's elbow can stay healthy, I would take that for the price he's going for. He's probably worth a third, maybe even a late second. But Van Jefferson kind of forgotten in this offense and he produced very well. And Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson both are older. And if injuries happen, Van Jefferson's stepping into that wide receiver two. My sells, Cooper Cup and Akers. Akers is a major sell for me. His value is way too high for what he is. He's got that Achilles. He hasn't produced like I thought he would. I liked Akers a lot, but man, if I can get under from, from Akers and get James Cook plus another pick, I'm doing that in a heartbeat. Cooper Cup, it's kind of the side what like like we talked about last week in the NFC NFC and AFC West. Like Doug said, if you can actually give a pick with Cup to go get Jefferson and Chase, do it. If I can get uh, T. Higgins or, or or somebody like that and get a first with that to get to get rid of Cup, do it. Cup is going to be thirty soon. The value is going to start dropping off. It doesn't matter how good he is. The value is going to drop off. You know what? But if he wins you a couple of championships, hold him if you want. Cup's Cup's tough, but we all know the value is kind of peaked where he's at. Miami, Jalen Waddle's my buy. And it's all because Tyreek is my sell. Tyreek comes in, his value shoots up the roof. Waddle, his value drops. For me, I I think it's I would have Waddle over Tyreek just on age. Tyreek, I get he's gonna be super fast. This offense won't use him the same. They'll give him more opportunities. But man, I love Jalen Waddle. He's gonna be just such a PPR machine each week. The floor's there, but he's also got that massive ceiling, especially with Mike McDaniel coming in and using him better. So I, I would actually swap them, get an extra pick back with Waddle as you're trained Tyreek Hill. But heck, even Cooper Cup, give me Waddle in a first for Cooper Cup. Something like that. Like I, I'm kind of looking to trade down with these top assets and then ganging some draft capital from that next year draft class. Minnesota, Delvin Cook and Kirk Cousins are my buy just because nobody likes them. I've seen Delvin Cook go for mid-first, which is crazy. In this year's class, Delvin Cook is being slept on. He's going to have a couple massive seasons, and I still like him because I in season, say you buy him right now for a first, in season you're selling him for two first just because he's going to have a good season. He's going to catch a ton of passes in this offense. Kirk Cousins is also a buy just because – it's Kirk Cousins. Nobody likes him. So he's always a buy. My sell was a little harder. I didn't know if I could go Justin Jefferson because his value is extremely high and you could probably trade sideways and get an, a lower end receiver plus a couple first. 
That's his price. You could probably get Waddle in two first for for Jefferson. And that's tough because Jefferson is going to be a machine for years and years and years. And at his age, that's kind of where I'm staying on players. I'm not like I get his values high, but when he's that young, that's when you got to hold forever. <laughs> so, and my, my cell's stealing. He's going to be 32. I get they're talking about him catching a ton of touchdowns, but do I want, like, do I want to hold on to the, if I get a second, yeah. If if I'm giving up a third, maybe not. Maybe just hold till in season till you can probably get that second. But if I'm getting a skin for Thielen, I'm willing to get rid of it and and kind of move on. New England, my buy is Damian Harris because nobody likes Damian Harris. He scores touchdowns, yes, but people are like, oh, he doesn't get patches, catch passes. That's true, but he's valued at a running back three. And if I'm looking at somebody, he's going to change teams next year. He's going to be free agent. His value is going to go up wherever he lands. We all see that. Running backs landing on a new team. Oh, imagine this. That's when you trade him again for more than what you trade him for. I would give up a second for Damian Harris all the time. Great running back. Could be the new running back for a different team next year. And his value capitalizes to a first. Then you trade him for a first. That's kind of what you're looking at. Myself, Hunter Henry, any tight end that is just based off touchdowns, I am selling. New Orleans, Jameis Winston's my buy just because, kind of like Kirk Cousins, nobody likes him. Everybody likes to watch him, watch the videos, but nobody likes to have him in Superflex. So if I have the opportunity to get him for a second, I'm buying Jameis Winston. Uh, Michael Thomas is my sell. If I can get what I can for him, he's kind of on that Cam Makers apex where his value completely fell off. It's kind of what Calvin Ridley is doing right now, but his value completely fell off. Now his value is at an all-time high again. Why not sell? Why not capitalize on the on the uptick on his value and sell and just not deal with the drop again? Because I have a gut feeling that drop will happen again and soon. The Giants, uh, my buys are Wondell Robinson and David Bellinger. They're buys, and it's just because they're super cheap and their value could rise. Wandell could be the wide receiver one for this team. Depending, it's all depending on Kadarius Tony because I don't believe Kenny Galladay will be anything for the Giants, which is sad because he is paid like a wide receiver one. My sell is Daniel Jones. I get he's cheap, but man, people are really hyping him up to the point where his value is back up there. He could be worth Mitch Trubisky next year. And do you want to hold on to that right now? You could get him, you know, deal him for a second. Heck, I'd even drink. Uh, trade him straight up for James Winston because Daniel Jones could just be a backup for a team next year. And I'm not okay with that. I don't think he's going to hold value once after the season. If he's not it and doesn't prove he's it, I think he's worth nearly nothing. So I'm going to get out while the going is still good. The jets, my sell is easily Zach Wilson. I just don't believe if I can get a 23 first for him. Yes. Give me somebody who believes in him. I'm going to trade. And if not, I'm still looking to, you know, Zach Wilson or Baker. I would, I still believe in Baker, and I think I would d- try to get Baker plus. So for me, Zach Wilson is a major, major sell. My buy, Garrett Wilson, easily. It, Elijah Moore is getting all the hype. Garrett Wilson, he's almost slept on now. And he's, he's my wide receiver one in this class still. He's a major buy. I would give it 23 first easily for Garrett Wilson. I think he's ultra-talented. I don't like Zach Wilson. I think the quarterback room will be solved next year if he doesn't prove anything. And for me, 
heck, even if Joe Flacco comes in, he could produce for him. So for me, I love Garrett Wilson. He's a buy. I would try. I'd actually go out and try to trade for him right now. Philadelphia, my buy is Dallas Goddard. I talked about the whole Mark, Mark Andrews get you know get a first with Goddard and trade Mark Andrews. That's the kind of deal I'm looking for. But I think Dallas Goddard is a tight end one and a very elite one. I just think it's going to take a little more targets, and this offense could pass more from Jalen Hurts, who is myself. Surprise, surprise. I like Jalen Hurts. He's a fun player to root for, but we all saw last year his his value kind of decrease because there's questions on, oh, are they going to replace him? Is Gardner Minshew going to get snaps? I've heard in inner circles that has not quieted down. They have draft capital next year to get one of these major quarterbacks. They still like Gardner Minshew, and he could still get play if Hurts doesn't progress. I don't think he's he's going to be bad, but Jalen Hurts right now is worth what? Two first in super flex. He's a quarterback one just because of his legs, but his future is still in doubt. And I think people are overshadowing that now. And for me, I think I would do the two first for Jalen Hurts easily in dynasty. And if he hits, I, good, good for him. It, it, I don't think it hurts you any. So no pun intended. So for me, Jalen Hurts is my sell for Pittsburgh. George Pickens and Kenny Pickett are my buy. Pickens, I think. I'm going to go with uh, the kind of Drake London type. Now, he could be worth a little more than you want to pay, but I think it's still at the point where if he blows up this year, like he could be the wide receiver one in this rookie class. If he blows up, you got him at a discount. You're buying at a discount now while his value is on the rise, and it still is. Every time a training camp video comes out, his value rises a little more. George Pickens is my buy. Get him while you can. A 23 first for Pickens is not is nothing compared to what he could be worth at the end of the season. And that's that's kind of my thinking with Kenny Pickett. He's forgotten. I I've heard rumors that all three quarterbacks have played bad. I've also heard that Kenny Pickett is getting better day after day after day the more play he gets. So for me, people hate to hate Kenny Pickett. Small hands, all that stuff. I think he's a pretty good quarterback. And for me, I'm going to value him at, what, two seconds? If I can get him for even a second, I think I would do that instantly just because he's a first-round pick. He's with a great organization. And if you're paying a 23-second for Kenny Pickett just because there's a little bad news about him, his value could rise. All it takes is one good start, one three-touchdown game, and boom, you're getting a first. So for me, Kenny Pickett is a buy right now because people are just loving to hate on him. In San Francisco, now people are going to be surprised by this. Trey Lance and Brand Ayuk are buys. Brand Ayuk, a lot of news coming out. He's having a great camp. That's awesome. I've been trying to snake up Brand Ayuk from from teams before this news came out. He's an ultra talented guy. Just Shanahan loves to hate Ayuk, but it looks like they've they've gotten past that. Trey Lance, it's kind of the the Drake London thing right now. If you're getting Trey Lance, you're getting him at a value. Because Trey Lance could turn into Mahomes-type value and be untouchable. He could be Herbert-type value and be untouchable. So right now, you can actually trade for him. And if you can't, you're not getting him. Because the second he has a massive game, he is up there in the upper echelon of quarterbacks. In my opinion, I'd rather have Trey Lance than Kyler Murray. So if I could get Trey Lance plus, plus for Kyler, I'm doing that all day. The next is the cells. Debo, 
just because we've never seen him stay healthy. Same with Kittle. Kittle's value is still super high. And Elijah Mitchell, just because of the whole history, you've never seen an RB1 happen consecutively for a Kyle Shanahan offense and 49ers. Elijah Mitchell, I get, if I could get, if I could get a couple seconds for Mitchell, I would do that all the time. If I can get earlier, looking like an earlier second 23 for Mitchell, I would do that as well. Seattle, Ken Walker and DK are my buys just because of the hate they're getting from the quarterback. Ken Walker, ultra talented. If I could give a 23 first for him, I'm doing that because he's going to rise cream rise of the crop top. Yeah. You know what I meant? And DK Metcalf is a buy just because people are just hating on him. Like DK is still a top five wide receiver in this league talent wise. He just doesn't have the quarterback to throw it to him. Honestly, all Drew Locke has to do is throw it up and DK will come down with it. Gino had decent games with DK. I think he's a player that can retain his value as long as he stays healthy. And he got that big contract. So why not buy into DK? I think his price is not where it should be. Elijah or Penny is my sell. <laughs> not Elijah Penny. Uh, Penny is my sell. And just because I've never believed. I, I don't think he's going to stay healthy. Who who does? If you believe Penny is going to stay healthy, you are insane. Because <laughs> it hasn't happened. If I could get a 23 second for Penny, I'm doing that every single day. Tampa Bay, my sell is the running back room. Rashad White and Leonard Fournette, I'm selling. Leonard Fournette, just because he's got good value right now, if I can sell at a running back that's 27, almost 28, I'm going to sell. Rashad White, super hyped right now. If I can get a 23 first for Rashad White, I'm doing that all the time. Man, I'm not big on Rashad White, but there is a lot of people out there that believe he is the truth, and I don't think it is. Now, the truth is, Chris Godwin is elite. Is he price at elite wide receiver value? No. That's why you go out and buy Chris Godwin. I love the talent. I don't care who's quarterback after. He's the safety blanket in this offense. Chris Godwin, he's going to be just fine. And if I can give a 23 first for Godwin, I'm doing that all day. Russell Gage is another cheap buy. Go look, see what his price is. Because with Julio coming in, Julio's not taking his spot in the offense. It's Russell Gage. He's going to be the wide receiver three on this offense. And if somebody gets injured, Russell Gage will step into a big role. Tennessee, Malik Willis is my buy, as Ryan Tannehill is myself. Malik Willis, forgotten. People just forgot. I've actually looked up camp news on him, and things are looking good. I mean, he's progressing every day. He's learning the offense, which is what he needs to do. He needs to sit this year and learn. If he steps in, they're going to kind of rotate the offense to an RPO style. They'll make it to him, but he will learn. He's a, he's a smart kid. So for me, he's my buy. He's just forgotten. If I could give a 23 third, heck, even a 23 second for Malik Willis, if I'm a contending team, I don't need him this year. I won the championship last year. It's going to be 212. And if you see any sign of Malik Willis, it's going to be awesome because he's got that big arm. And Cecil Lamy said it best. Malik Willis has an arm that is like, you say he's got a strong arm. This is a cannon. Like you, you can't even describe how strong his arm is. He can throw 80 yards and without with, with ease, but it's just the accuracy things, which he's gotten better at. I've heard in camp, Ryan Tannehill. I just don't think he's long for this, this team he may end up on a different team, but man, Tannehill, he's kind of degressed a little bit to the point where I am selling for what I can a second 
I'd go Jameis Winston over Tannehill. Just get a couple years in age back. Washington last team is uh, Jahan Dotson is my buy. He major hype, major hype in rookie camp. And then it's kind of slowed down with Terry McLaurin. Now, for me, this is more of an in-season buy because I don't think Wentz can, you know, spread the ball out enough for two receivers to succeed. Jahan Dotson is uh, more of a week four, week five type buy, and then you can get him for a couple seconds, maybe even just a second, because the numbers aren't there. Because Wentz is bad, and that is the reason why he's my sell. Wentz, we've gone through this many times. I don't know why they keep refreshing Carson Wentz, but man, he's not good. I get the stats look good, but he did not play good. Trust me, he did not play good at all. He's not going to help you in Dynasty. He's not going to help you in Redraft. You're going to hate starting him. And that is why he's myself. I can get a second for once. If I could trade Winston for one straight up. And Antonio Gibson is another sell for me. I've seen enough to where I don't think the RB1, high RB1 season will happen. They've showed us everything against that. So if the team's showing me that they don't believe that that's going to happen, then I'm going to believe it, and I'm going to sell for, heck, I'd, I'd sell for a 23 first in season. Say it's a big game. Go out there and try to get a 23 first for him. All right, everybody. I think that is it. We're about 45 minutes in. My buys and sells for each team. I want to thank you for listening. Also, go to trophysmack.com. Use code DHHRING. Get yourself a free ring when you get your championship trophy. I mean, it's redraft season. It's coming up. We are having our drafts. Go to your in-person draft, your home league draft with a trophy and say, hey, we're going to start something new. It makes the league so much better. Trust me, guys. Trust me. I think a trophy makes the league so much better than raising the league fees. Like, oh, you can win more money. No, a trophy makes it so much better. And and just the competition ramps up to a thousand. Yes, not a hundred, a thousand. So go to trophysmack.com when you put a trophy or a belt into your cart. Use code DHH ring, add a ring to your cart, and you get that ring for free. I've got one on my desk. I love it. It, it. It's great to just look at and remember that you are the champ. Also, go to DynastyNerds.com, use code DHH, and you can use all the tools they have. You get an extra podcast, Nerd Herd episode. Our good friends over there that I will sadly miss in the expo because I will not be there. But, man, Rich is a good dude. Dynasty Nerds is great. Their nerd, their nerds tools are awesome. I use the Dicey GM way too much, but it's a great tool to look at trades. Say you have a couple good tight ends, you need a receiver. Go look. You can actually, you know, click the thing, click the stuff, and make it to show who has an abundance of receivers that you can go trade the tight end to. It's a, it's a great tool for that. And yeah, that will do it. We got a new sponsor coming in next week that you guys will love. It will keep you smooth as a button. But I just want to say thank you from myself, Doug, and James, who are on vacation. We will be back next week. Yes, we are finally getting into our hot takes episode next week. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, Jay might can join us. If not, we might find a new guest, or we just might keep it between the three of us and really light the hot takes up, really turn up the volume. But I just want to say thanks, everybody. Hopefully, the solo episode was good. And have a great week.